0: I'm Rose Skeeters, host of From Borderline to Beautiful, a show about hope and recovery for BPD. Hello and welcome to another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. So last week I talked about what to do after trauma, how to create safety for yourself, and really try to have that heart shift to create a safe, supportive, loving, and nurturing environment for the people that you're in relationship with. So today, I want to talk about how to get through hard things. Well, I had a question asked of me between last episode and this episode, And actually not really a question, but more a conversation with an individual about, you know, having trauma happen, you know, being a victim and then having living a lifestyle that doesn't invalidate the trauma that they've been through. So I want to take this week's episode to really talk about getting through hard things, getting over hard things, making it out you know, to the other side and but while also honoring the fact that you went through hard things. And then we're going to, we're going to jump into that moral compass in-depth look over the next few episodes. I think this is really important, um, this conversation. So what the individual had said is, you know, you talk about being strong and you talk about, you know, getting to the place where you're transforming and all of those things. But you also say that We shouldn't, you know, have this victim mentality. And I don't get it because I am a victim. So I think that's so honest that this person said that. It's true. You know, i was a victim a lot of the people i work with were victims i would venture to say that if you have trauma in your background you're you've been a victim of a crime or of uh you know abuse or of circumstance or of you know whatever it is that you've been a victim of and that's a real thing so when i talk about transformation and not having a victim mentality and you know i'm not saying that you, know, you should invalidate the life that you've lived what I am, I am saying, though, is that going through abuse or going through something traumatic is, you know, it, it occurs in like a part of your life, like a time period in your life. It occurs over, let's say, like a season, right? When I was going through a lot of the stuff I went through in college, you know, or, you know, even younger than that, I had had traumatic things or things that I perceive to be traumatic happened to me and I didn't know how to grieve I didn't know how to regulate my emotions so what happened was the time period that I should have honored myself as a victim processed my trauma moved through that grief and loss process and then you know recreated myself from that adversity that didn't happen What ended up happening is that I took what happened to me, me being a victim of abuse, of trauma, and I made that my mindset. I made that my lifestyle. And I didn't even realize it. You know, I think when we call other people like, oh, you're playing the victim role or you're being a victim, it's a very negative thing to do. And especially if you actually are a victim, right? But the issue is that it's not that... Know, we haven't been victimized it's that we take this victim this you know victimhood being a victim and instead of feeling and processing things and then moving through it and you know having that strength through adversity our community whether it be BPD CPTSD you know what have you tends to take that being a victim and like make that that, that like our identity right I know I did it You know, so if you have victimhood as your identity, that becomes your mindset and it becomes your lifestyle. So then you're constantly living this life of wanting other people to validate you in that lifestyle, in that mentality. And I think that we're meant to go through hard things in life. If we don't go through difficult, hard things in life, we're not able to grow. Even if the hard thing in life that you've gone through is like super intense, you know, I think of like Sam who shared some deep trauma on the podcast. She was duct taped to chairs as a child, right? Like lots of horrible stuff has happened, you know, and so she's taken, she had lived that victim mentality, that victim lifestyle, and she's taken back control of her life now and she's helping other people have strength through adversity, right? So she's not living a life of invalidating her trauma. What she's done is she's grown and processed through it and created a new life for herself. And that goes for many of the people you hear on the recovery stories, including myself. Oh, well, I it was incredibly painful, the journey, especially when, you know, I remember in the beginning where I was trying to like get Jay to validate me. I remember thinking like, gosh, like, you don't see my pain, you don't understand me, you know, but, and I've said this before in previous episodes, uh, you know, likely, the likelihood that other people are going to understand what we've been through is, is low, unless they also have BPD, I mean, they can empathize, but to truly understand how, what it's like to be hypersensitive is hard. So I feel like we're constantly searching for that to occur, you know, when we're not really living. So we're living, like I said, that victim mentality, that victim lifestyle, you know, and it pushes people away and it creates more distance. It's just an identity that, you know, we're kind of clinging to. I remember those moments of crying out, like, can't you see my pain? And that's, you know, the part where Jay had said, look, you know, when people are bleeding out, you put a tourniquet on it. And so emotionally what had happened is I was just bleeding out emotionally from you know being a little kid all the way into adulthood I know I talked about itches and bubbles at one point if You guys remember looking at, you know, the things that make you begin that that process of dysregulation, the things that make you begin to feel that way. And then I, you know, I talked about the bubbles, which are like, you know, those intense emotions that are starting to cause episodes or tantrums. And then when the bubble bursts, that's when you're like, ultimately dysregulated, right? So, you know, if you think about that, you're if you're a a victim and you've you've kind of adopted victimhood as an identity in an effort to be you know validated or just because you just don't know another way then you know your life at this point has is one big dysregulated burst bubble it's just like it's like listen to me hear me heal me make me okay and unfortunately you know that kind of identity is not something we can grow through well we end up staying there and camping out there my preference is to look back at all of the people that hurt me and my bullies and I and say thank you you know thank you because if you hadn't have done the thing that you did to me then I wouldn't have the opportunity to talk to all of you today and so when you're looking at getting through something, you want to ask yourself these questions. Question one, am I willing, am I willing to process the emotions that have come with the trauma that I experienced? Question two, am I willing to cling to a different identity outside of this identity that I'm living right now? And question three, what would I need to change to do that? And the last question is, if I made the changes in my life that I need to make in order to overcome my victim mindset, what will I do with my career, with my life, to foster a sense of purpose, to be able to have that strength through adversity? Is it an Instagram page devoted to people who need help with this? Is it a a free clinic that you're offering support to people? Is it a podcast? Is it a video log? How are you going to take the adversity that you've experienced it and honor it in a strong way? That's really the goal. It's not to say, oh, you have a victim mentality and attack your character for that. No, it's to say, I'm sorry that you had abuse. And you've gone through really hard things. And that is deeply painful. But the time has come now to grieve that. To process that. And to start to become the person that you were meant to be in this world. In order to become that person... You have to be able to see that you're more than your trauma and you're more than a victim and to be willing to kind of step outside of that box. I feel like the life that I'm living now honors the things that I've gone through. I don't think that the life that I'm living now invalidates the things that I've gone through just because i have tenacity and because i want to think positively and because strength resonates with me those are not things that i think um kind of invalidate my trauma i actually think the opposite i think that those things that I've gone through and the podcast and, you know, meeting all of you and my clients and just the life that I'm, you know, blessed with living right now. I think those things validate it in a big way. And they show me that I can get through seasons or hard periods of time in my life. And I can process feelings that come with it. And, you know, I can trust myself I think that if you're listening to the podcast and you don't have a coach or you don't have a therapist or anyone guiding you, you really want to find someone that you trust or that you're at least willing to hold out your hand to get to the place where you trust them and start to allow them to guide you on how to create safety, on how to take back control, on how to be uncomfortable on how to defend yourself, on how to have these kind of strong principles so that you can shift the mentality from everyone hurts me, everyone hurts me and nobody can see it and no one wants to validate me to, I have been hurt. And some people hurt other people. But not everyone is going to hurt me. And I have to be the one to love myself enough to shift my perspective to see that and to seek out good, honest people that I can be in relationship with so that I can prove that there are good people out there. So, you know, I, I wanted to address that because, you know, yeah, you know, victimhood is It's a real thing, you know, if you're a victim of a crime or abuse, you know, the goal isn't to go brush it under the rug and go, okay, let's never talk about that again at all. It's to talk about it, honor it, recognize that it happened, and then create a plan to move through your adversity. You know, I had somebody, you know, kind of tell me that they go on trail walks and they do it alone but they have all this trauma and they also have all this anxiety. And I said, okay, well, do you really think it's a good idea that you go on a trail walk alone, especially knowing that you don't trust anyone and that you've had abuse, emotional abuse in the past? They're like, well, no, but, you know, I know I need to be out in nature kind of thing. And so my, you know, proposition to them was, okay, well, why don't you, I propose that you plan for, the walking alone in the woods. What can you do? Can you take a self-defense class? Can you buy mace? Can you learn, You know, maybe take martial arts in an ongoing way? Can you find a trail that's more public? Like, What are all the things that you can do so that when you go out into the community, you feel strong and capable, so that you can ensure that you won't be a victim again, that you'll be clear-minded, I think the other issue that you know we don't talk about too much especially in western culture is that you know being a victim having this you know victim mentality you know it's a it's kind of looked upon as a good thing now right like it's like oh you you know you're a victim of trauma you know I feel for you and there's a lot of validation around that on social media you know but something that concerns me is that you know having that validation it doesn't make it any it doesn't help like it doesn't take away the trauma or the pain and it also opens the door to be exploited for people to exploit you when you act that way you know and I was that way as well I think that's Jay speaks on that he said that you know I was just so fragile you know when I was in the space where I was dysregulated that I was like this little kid with floaties on, just flailing my arms. And he knew that me acting that way or, or behaving that way or feeling that way would open the door to people exploiting me, which opens the door for me to be what? Victimized again. You know, so putting a tourniquet on that emotional bleed And recreating myself and taking small steps in the direction of exposing myself to discomfort was the way that I began this journey so that I could be where I am today. Doing the best that I can to honor the things I've gone through by showing that I have strength through adversity. So create that safe space for yourself. Shift your focus to creating that safe space for other people. So that you can really show them that unconditional love and unconditional support. Continue on that path and make a choice as to whether or not you want to continue in this season of being a victim and honoring your trauma in this way that keeps you stuck. Or whether or not you're ready, willing, and able to be someone who was a victim but is growing and is going to achieve strength through adversity and become an advocate for people who were victimized or a help or a big buddy or a role model so that you can move on and live the life that you were created to live. Thank you so much everybody for listening. That is going to be the Q&A and the episode for this week Next week I'm going to start like I had said taking each moral at a time and really delving in and talking about what that looks like. We also have Jay who's going to be here like I had said before about with a communication series and I want to talk with Jay and with you guys live kind of on the podcast about being vulnerable and what it looks like and means to be vulnerable. We have a lot of really cool stuff coming. Finally, I get I'm getting a lot of questions about groups the answer is we will have groups in the fall So just stay tuned for that information. We're working on that shift from Thrive to Skeeter Strength, which takes some time. And then you'll see the website updated with everything that you need to know about groups. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying the summer weather if you're, you know, in that climate or the beginning of winter if you're on the other side of the world. And I'll see you next week for another episode of From Borderline to Beautiful. (music) Are you currently struggling to stay afloat? Are you looking for more one-on-one support and guidance on your recovery journey? Check out thriveonlinecounseling.com. We offer mindset coaching that will propel your recovery journey forward. We help frustrated individuals, resentful couples, and disconnected families navigate through tough times. Have phone, video, or text sessions wherever you are. The best part? You can schedule right from our website. Choose the day and time that works best for you. Life can be better. We can help. Make an investment in yourself. You are worth it. Okay, thanks for listening. That was from Borderline and Beautiful. A production of Thrive Mind Body LLC, online coaching that helps frustrated individuals, resentful couples, and disconnected families navigate through tough times. Visit us on the web at thriveonlinecounseling.com. If you like this show, remember you can hear it on Anchor or Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or any app that you use to listen to podcasts. Subscribe to get a new episode every Monday. If you want to get in touch, you can leave me a voice message.